0: Welcome to the Pain Solutions Podcast. Dr. Wayne Fimister is a family physician with a special interest in chronic pain, whose passion is finding solutions for this epidemic problem facing one third of the adult population. He is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia in Canada and has developed one of the first online medical trigger point injection courses for doctors and nurse practitioners a technique that is easily learnt and implemented into the medical office of any doctor or nurse practitioner treating chronic pain. To get free access to Pain Solutions newsletter, blogs, and to register for his online course, simply register at www.waynephimister.com. On the podcast, Dr. Wayne brings together experts from various segments to share with you how they solve people's pain problems and how you can get this treatment too. And now, here's your host, Dr. Wayne Femister.
1: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the podcast show. It's great to have you here. My special guest today is a lady called Teresa Ojinma. She is a kinesiologist and uh, has a specific interest now in her practice of helping people with Chronic Pain, with Somatic Movement Education. So thank you, uh, Teresa, for joining me today. Thanks,
2: Wayne, for having me.
1: So tell us a little bit about you first. Like, Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school?
2: I grew up in a small town in northwestern Ontario called Red Lake. It's a small mining community with a population of probably about 4,000 people. After high school, I... Went to Simon Fraser University and did my bachelor of science degree in kinesiology, also studying certification in applied human nutrition. And then after that, I went on to complete my master's degree in Milan, Italy, at Bocconi University, studying uh, international healthcare management, economics, and policy.
1: Wow! So you've been around the you've been around the block, eh? Hey? All the way to Italy. Wonderful almost back home for me back in Scotland, but just a little bit further. Now you went into this career to help people. I know you trained initially as a physiologist or exercise physiologist. What are the rewards that you've found just helping people with movement in your practice?
2: Well, we can't separate physiological health from our psychological health. So I think the biggest thing is um, when people are ready to make a change, we're helping them with their mind as well so we're changing whenever something in our lives comes to a point where we don't like it or something within us telling us is not right we seek help so i find people are seeking exercise fitness because when our bodies are healthy our mind is healthy and we just feel better overall so helping people to move better also helps their overall health
1: Okay, so that you initially started with an exercise physiology training, and you became a kinesiologist, helping the movement, and then you went on to study this new area. For most viewers listening today, probably never heard of somatic movement education. So, what made you go into this area?
2: Uh, yeah, I was first introduced to somatic movement through. Uh mentor, or colleague of mine, Brian Justin. He is a kinesiology instructor at the University of the Fraser Valley. And uh, he has actually been a mentor of mine for the past six years. And he's someone I trust and I look to for professional advice and education to learn and grow in my profession. And he was learning how to be a clinical somatic educator at the time and I was one of his practice clients.
1: So you experienced some of this somatic treatment on yourself, is that true?
2: Yes, yeah, so I did about six clinical sessions and during those sessions I just discovered some old injuries which I thought were healed but neurologically I hadn't been connected to them from my brain to connect those muscles so I realized that it was causing some of my I was getting some pain while I was running the right side of my hip and then I realized that an old back injury from like 23 years ago was still there and affecting how I was moving to this day. So I was able to release those muscles and relax them and just become a more intelligent mover. And it just changed the way I wanted to do things. it It was actually a paradigm shift for me because it's changed the way I live and the way I work.
1: Okay. So that's interesting because I think what I also find with patients is when they come to see me, they've tried their physio or they've tried their chiropractor or they've tried their massage therapist and there's something missing. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about tonight is there's something missing in the general treatment of just movement or hands-on therapy that literally we need to go to that next level of incorporating how the brain connects with the injured areas of the body. And when we dive into the, how the brain is connecting, then we get a new level of treatment you know, that's definitely what you've described there. And it's fascinating because that's exactly what I sense when I see all my patients. And, you know, I also go on and talk about the brain and and try and help them integrate the brain connection with the body. So you mentioned your old injuries and maybe it's easiest to get real insights for our audience is to share with us, you know, how did you move from a place of, An old injury to integrating the brain into that muscle. You mentioned releasing the muscle. Like, can you just take us through a simple, basic explanation of somatic movement, so our audience understands it?
2: Yes. Well, somatic movement is a type of neuromuscular education. So it teaches the brain, or essentially the central nervous system, how to release, lengthen, and relax chronic muscle tension to eliminate muscle pain and also. To improve movement overall.
1: Okay. So basically we all know that, you know, our brain is connected to our tissues, but how do you move from a place of old injuries that's not been resolved to actually it, you know, releasing? How does it actually work? You said several sessions, you know, just take us through that.
2: Well, it works through the tool of pendiculation which is just a big body yawn. it's that big body yawn we do in the morning when we wake up. It's what animals do about up to 42 times a day. So it's basically going into a contraction strong enough that our brain can feel it. And then we slowly release and lengthen and then a complete relaxation, which the slow and release lengthening part is where the brain is making that connection again with the muscle. And then the relaxation is where the brain is, you know, recognizing and reorganizing the whole
1: body, the system. Okay. So you contract the muscle that's sore, like you tighten it up and then you, you know, release it and then you just relax into it.
2: Yes. And let all the tension go in your body.
1: All the tension go. Okay. And you know, how many possible types of contractions are there for like somebody with chronic
2: pain? Well, There's thousands. I mean, there's no end to movement. It can go on and on and on because we can move in so many different ways. And there's so many different ways to also break down a movement.
1: What I'm hearing here is you need some expert guidance by a teacher just to help you know how to contract that muscle group and how to release it, maybe in a certain direction, whether your hand is faced up or your hand is faced down, whether it's your hand by your side or your hand at 90 degrees to your body. You know, there's a variety of different options, as you said, thousands. So is that true?
2: Yes, it is very helpful to have a teacher just reading a book or watching something isn't as effective, especially if there are muscles that the brain no longer has control of or voluntary control of, then to have a teacher there helps to make that connection
1: Okay, so what kind of patients are you seeing in your practice with this treatment, this education?
2: Uh, I see all types of people, people with low back pain, people with uh, shoulder injuries, people who've been in motor vehicle accidents, neck pain, sciatica, SI, joint pain, and also athletes because... Athletes need this just as much as anyone else. Actually, somatic movement education is for everybody. It's for children, it's for teenagers, it's for adults, it's for elderly, it's for everyone.
1: Okay, so a wide variety of patients coming into your door. How about share a case?
2: So the first session that I had with Bob, he had been in two motor vehicle accidents within 18 months apart. And we had some lip lash, some costochondritis, left arm pain, some numbness in his hands and feet. So I did the first session with him, and his responses were amazing. He said, for the first time in a year and a half, he felt his whole body come to neutral or come to center, and that's that's really huge because somatic movement bases things from center to periphery. So we essentially, all movement originates from the center of our body, from our core. And so that's where somatic movement, one of the principles of somatic movement is center to periphery. So the more that we have control over and notice center, the more fluid, the more effortless and the more efficient we move.
1: And what happened with Bob? So he came in for his first session and an amazing response. You know, how did he respond like by the next time he'd come back to see you in the clinic?
2: Well, he had a second session after that one, and which was also very helpful. He he just said he felt more balanced, his weight was more centered. He's actually now in my somatic movement classes. He's been in them for the last four months. And he's had relief in his hips, in his back, in his shoulder, in his neck. So he's he loves the classes. He he really he's getting a lot of benefit.
1: And is there breathing involved, conscious breathing involved with these types of conscious movements?
2: Yes. Breathing is very somatic. So breathing is taught in the classes. Breathing comes before movement. So there are plenty of breathing explorations, just teaching how to reconnect with the diaphragm because breathing is unconscious which you know we don't have to think every time we take a breath we also have conscious control over our breathing so when we can retrain like if we're stress breathing all the time the brain loses connection with the diaphragm and then the only thing that's moving are all the muscles in our upper body so our intercostal muscles our chest our shoulders our neck we're overstraining these secondary breathing muscles but when we learn how to breathe when we make that connection again with our diaphragm, it becomes so much more effortless in our everyday life.
1: Yeah. That's something that, um, you know, I do in every examination of patients when they come in, I ask them to take a breath and I watch what happens. And I would say 98% of people breathe from their upper body. Mm
2: -hmm. And it's
1: just a sign of what you're talking about, how unconsciously we just, are basically in a stress response where it's the part of the autonomic nervous system called the sympathetic drive or sympathetic nervous system is literally stimulating shallow breathing. And I love that term that you use, disconnect from the diaphragm. And when we can just slow down and start to breathe deeply into our chest and then into our abdomen, the diaphragm can drop and literally you're engaging in the lower half of your lung capacity and therefore stimulating the other half of the nervous system called the parasympathetic. And that stimulates the relaxation response. And then when we're in the relaxation response, we're breathing better, our muscles relax, our blood flow improves to our muscles, our heart rate goes down, our breathing rate can go down, and all of a sudden, we're in this modality of healing, of recovery. But it does require consciousness. It does require awareness. You know, I love what you're doing. I love that your clients are able to engage that core breathing and thus take it to the movement. And then when we breathe and when we move consciously, all of a sudden our body heals and chronic pain can be much more effectively treated. And I think that's something that. I've seen myself personally. I, th- I know you have yourself, and also our shared patient Bob, who is a character and a half. He's oh. a great guy, and he just loves the work that you do and, and the effectiveness of somatics. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for you know sharing a little bit tonight of this type of treatment. So, just to change tunes a little bit, you know, you're moving forward. You're expanding your your sites and what you want to do, where do you see the next challenge or opportunity for your learning and helping people with chronic pain?
2: I think the biggest challenge is just getting the word out and educating people on what it is and how it can benefit them, how it can help. A lot of people don't know what somatic movement education is. So I'm doing my best to uh, have workshops, teach classes for now, I would also like to get into the school system. If I could teach this to school children, it would be a perfect thing to add to a PE class. And also, I was thinking, you know, police officers, firefighters, EMS, they would be really awesome to work with too because uh, somatic movement deals with healing trauma. So, and anybody who's living has trauma. (laughs) As long as we're a human being, we've had trauma. so this stuff gets stuck in the physiology, it gets stored in the muscles, and then the somatic movement education teaches you from the inside out how to release this energy that's in the body and like you said, it creates an awareness. you become more aware of all the sensations inside your body. so it actually facilitates healing. It facilitates self-care.
1: To wrap up this show tonight, Teresa, can you help our audience move forward and maybe take steps themselves to get this education? Where do they go?
2: They can go to the Essential Somatics website. So it's just www.essentialsomatics.com, which is where I'm being certified through as a Essential Somatic Movement teacher. You can also go to my website, which is www.homefitnessplus.ca. Some books that you could look into are Somatics, which is written by Thomas Hanna. Somatics, Reawakening the Mind's Control of Movement, Flexibility and Health. And there's also a book written by Martha Peterson, who is the CEO and founder of Essential Somatics, which is called Move Without Pain.
1: Okay, wonderful. And just for the purpose of the audience, the spelling of somatics is S-O-M-A-T-I-C-S, somatics. Yes. And your own website is Home Fitness Plus. Is that a plus sign or a plus spelling? It's,
2: uh, the spelling is P-L-U-S.
1: Okay, so it is homefitnessplusletters.ca. And the book by Thomas Hanna, uh, originator of this movement, to Education, and also Martha Peterson. So thank you so much, Risa. Is there there any final parting comments for our audience tonight?
2: Essentially, somatics is the missing link in movement and in healthcare. So Thomas has said it great when he said, a society that believes of separation of mind and body results in sickness. So somatic movement education provides us with a way to live under the stressful demands of life and still remain healthy physically, emotionally, mentally, socially, and spiritually. Thomas Hadd addresses the myth of aging, this thought of that our bodies get stiff and senile and slow as we age. Instead, he reveals that there's hope in that as we age, our bodies should continue to improve right up until the very end. He brings into the maintenance of this view on both physical and psychological parameters that need to be upheld in order to fully benefit and live out our purposes in life. So we can't separate the physiology from the psychology. What somatics does is it provides hope that we can prevent disease, injury, or dysfunction from becoming a permanent condition as long as we maintain function, which means we have to keep on moving. Use it or lose it.
1: Okay, thank you. Wonderful. Wonderfully said, beautiful statement, so true. I believe it 100%. So listen, everybody, thanks so much for joining us once again. I look forward to seeing you again soon, Teresa. And you have a great evening. And thank you all for joining us today.
2: Thank you.